This is Lady Tiffany Ma. With these walls are thin. Girl, I don't have to tell you. I already did a video over the weekend on my Instagram, which is Lady underscore Tiffany Ma. Go check it out. And I was talking about this whole situation. And I even was talking about the planetary alignments there are come that happened that day and there are happening after this. Girl, y'all know this whole thing is right up this podcast alley. It's smooky, it's ooky, it's kooky. It's conspiracy theories, uh, satanic rituals, all that, all that, all that, girl. This podcast probably is going to be one of the longest podcasts um, I'm going to do because I, first thing first, when, the first, when it first dropped what happened, I woke up and I looked at my Instagram and it talked about Astro World. I was like, at first, y'all know, I'm a concert and a festival enthusiast. So the first thing I thought in the back of my head was, why nobody told me? And then when they said eight died, I was like, what? But it's not just that, it's the young man's story, the young black man's story. The first person to come out and say what happened. It was his story that told me everything I needed to know. This young man's story is viral. Because he gave an authentic account of what happened this Friday. Was it Friday or Saturday? <clears throat> he gave an authentic account. He gave a real, re real, real, real authentic account. And he told you exactly what he thought it was. He didn't give you some manicured shit and say... Oh, well, I don't think it was satanic at all. I mean, it's not like we don't see the symbolism on the stage. He gave the true details, this young man. Shout out to him for their authentic account. Those two other people who gave authentic account, I don't know who they were, but they gave authentic accounts about what happened now all that little manicure shit that's popping up i don't believe you i believe the original story and it came from a young man sitting in his car after this had happened girl i don't know how to feel right now. Y'all gonna be like, you're a screwed up person because I'm the same person that did a whole podcast vouching for Kanye West. I hate telling y'all I don't know his music. 
I do know who he is, and I respect Travis Scott as a businessman. Okay, he owns himself. So, and it's crazy because it's like, after what I went through this year, girl, that's a whole nother story. If I tell y'all what happened to me, y'all gonna be like, what the hell? Why... <laughs> Why are you experiencing the worst out of people you think highly of? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, but I don't think it's above Travis Scott to be demonic. He has been demonic this whole time. Okay. Yes, I say I respect him as a businessman and I admire the way he has been moving lately. But well, I tell you, his demonic stuff that he does is very obvious to me. Okay. I'm going to tell you straight up. This brother's been demonic to me the whole damn time, honey. The, the, the clear fact that he won't look up at the camera and every time I take a picture of him, he's looking down. Now, I don't know if he has made a thing where it's a signature or there's something going on inside that body of his, but that right there within itself and you with the Kardashian and everybody know what the Kardashians are. I ain't got to tell you. Y'all know. People ain't stupid. But you are not going to sit up here and sell me that this man does not do demonic rituals. Um, but before we get into this jam-packed podcast, because all the news started on Friday, girl. Y'all know I took Friday off. I ain't, I'm taking Friday off. Like, I'm, I, I'm doing four days a week, because if this was something where I was making money, then I could do it five days a week. But no. We're going to start off with the news that happened over the weekend. Some of it happened even on Thursday. I found this one on V103 Atlanta. And it says, um, scamming season is reportedly in full effect, even in your own house. After a Connecticut woman was arrested for stealing $600,000 from her husband, convincing him he suffered from Alzheimer's. Girl. And the other news, I didn't catch this news until it was too late as well. It happened six days ago. Um, I found it on the Shade Room, and its contributor is Jade Ashley. And it said the Gap Band's Ronnie Wilson passed away at 73 years old. Um, it says, Ronnie Wilson is one of the founding members of the legendary group, the Gap Band, and also the brother of Charlie Wilson and Robert Wilson. According to TMZ, Ronnie's wife, Linda Balwer-Wilson, confirmed his passing and said that he passed earlier today at their home in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
She said that Ronnie unfortunately suffered from a stroke last week, and as a result, he ended up in a semi-coma that never recovered that he never recovered from. He reportedly suffered from multiple strokes throughout the years. Ronnie, along with his brothers Charlie and Robert, formed the legendary group The Gap Band back in 1974 and gave us endless amounts of his hits such as Outstanding, Yearning for Your Love, Early in the Morning, and y'all know the rest. Um, so my heart goes out to his family. Now, this other story. we I'm going to do a whole podcast on Will and Jada. Um, but speaking of people being full of shit, I don't know why y'all feel bad for Will. Well, Will has been able to have sex with every woman of every ethnic background and every continent that he wants to have sex with. So don't feel bad for him. He's not Argentina. Okay, Argentina, don't feel bad for him. He gets what he wants to. This story is from the Jackson brand, and it says Will Smith revealed he considered killing his father. That's not the story that I thought I got. But he said this. No one would ever believe I did it on purpose. My 911 call would be Academy Award level. Well, let me clean this right up. This is not one of the stories dealing with him and Jada, but I chose this story because I thought it was fucked up. Um... He's an actor, so I'm pretty sure he could have act like he didn't do it. But let's hear the reason why he said this. Um, this contributor is Ellery Nicole, and this is from the Jackson brand. And it says, Will Smith is really opening up in his memoir entitled Will. In his new book, the 53-year-old actor shared why he wanted to kill his father, Willard Carroll Smith Sr., to avenge his mother. Explaining his mindset at the time, Will Smith writes that when I was big enough, when I was strong enough, and when I was no longer a coward, I would straight slay him. I paused at the top of the stairs. I would shove him down and easily get away with it, he continues. I'm Will Smith. No one would ever believe I killed my father on purpose. Hey, let's talk about uh, Marvin Gaye. Okay. Um, Marvin Gaye didn't kill his father, but his father killed him. He said, I'm one of the best actors in the world. My 911 call will be an Academy Award level as the decades of pain, anger, and resentment course then I then received. I shook my head and proceeded to wheel Daddy-O to the bathroom. Jane does look like his grandfather. That is some form of anger. Um, that is it. That now I don't know what he did to Will's mother. They didn't give the full story of the account, so I'm pretty sure it's in the book. Because for that, for him to have that kind of anger toward his father, it had to be something he did to his mother for him to feel that way about his father. Um, that's it's fucked up. <laughs> A lot of things today are going to be really fucked up. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but that's screwed up. It does not give the basis to him and, and him and Jada's situation, which I am going to do a podcast packed in that. Well, I'm going to talk about y'all have this illusion of what a perfect marriage is, and you don't know why people stay together because they have little dark skeletons in their closets. But we're not going to talk about that. We want to talk about how dark this is to want to kill your father.
I don't know what emotional trauma his father sent him through. I can't judge. But you don't want to ever invoke that type of anger onto your children at all. You don't want your children to grow up wanting to shove you down the stairs. This is a form of resentment that is not no other. Um, be kind to your kids. Uh, be careful how you treat your kids because one day they are going to be the stronger parent, the stronger one. Just be careful. You don't know uh, what caused that. The next story is from officially official Ken Barbie. And it said, designer Ash Ford accused Lala Anthony of copying her dress she gifted her and using it for her pretty little things collab. Oh, wow. Now, the Ash Ford is not that bad. It's like $2.15. And then you get to do flex payments. But the pretty little things is $68. Hmm. Now, this news pissed me off when I read it. Um, this is from J.B. Cunin, and it says, Popeye's delivery guy suspended after recording viral video. It said, the black man who exposed Popeye's Washington, D.C. branch for having rats was suspended without pay. He started a fundraiser and has already raised over $11,000 so far. I'm happy that he's able to, to make money to take care of himself and to feed himself. But I find it to be disturbing that when you exposing the truth that you get suspended for just exposing the truth. If your restaurant was doing what it was supposed to be doing, he wouldn't have to tell the story. I'm not going to deal with that. Nobody gives a damn about that. <laughs> I don't know why I even say that. I don't even know why I say that too because I don't care about that. I just saved the uh, Nene situation and the Joe Budden situation. I'm going to give one answer for the Joe Budden situation and one answer for the Nene situation. The Joe Budden is cloud chasing. Nene, her husband's not here anymore. Um, granted, she does have a lounge called Lanethia's. Um... It feels like I'm like promoting her lounge on several different occasions. But she does have a lounge called Anethia's. Um, and maybe she needs to do that for to publicity. Because like y'all have to understand, a lot of people who are on these shows are business people. And they use these shows to promote their businesses in real life. So, you know, that's what I assume with Nini is to promote Lanethia's. That's all. But Joe, you cloud chasing, boo. This next story is from BallerAlert.com and it says North Carolina detective fired after allegedly planting fake heroin on 15 black men. The contributor to this uh, to this story is Cabbage Patch Girl and it says an officer in Riley, North Carolina it has been fired for allegedly staging fake heroin drug busts on 15 black men by using brown sugar. Heroin's brown. Officer Omar Abdullah was fired from the Raleigh Police Department on October 28th. Wow. 
The black man's attorney claimed that their clients were wrongfully arrested for heroin trafficking. I think for advocates who always wanted this, said police reform advocate Kimberly Mctarian. This is something we dreamed of so far. So far, so for so for them, I still believe this is not a reality that they can commonly see. Last year, Abdullah allegedly paid a confidential informant to provide police with information on Riley heroin dealers. Instead, according to the district attorney, the informant gave them audio and video recording of the drug deals with crucial clips missing along with a substance that later tested negative for drugs. Others, officers allegedly knew of Abdullah crime when he planted the fake heroin. Last year, the department put him on leave and Wake County District Attorney Lauren Freeman opted not to prosecute him. Marcus Van Irvin, Robin Mill's son, was arrested by Abdullah for counterfeit heroin and was initially held in jail on a $450,000 bond. More cases like this are going to show up. Okay. Like they say, it's the age of Aquarius. More cases like this are going to show up. Because they've been doing this for a very long time. Next story is also from BallerAlert.com, and it says Chicago woman scammed on Facebook social media platform won't help. This contributed to this blog was by Erin Boogie in a Chicago, and it says a Chicago woman is sharing her experience of getting her identity stolen on Facebook, so hopefully others can avoid making the same mistake. Vera Waters told CBS2 that it started when she received a direct message from her cousin's page in July. The message was about a government grant and Water wanted to use the money to pay off her debt. To get, to get the thousands of dollars she was promised she would send over her personal information, she was instructed to make a video in front of a mirror while holding her driver's license, which she did. I thank the government for approving me for this grant. It's real money and you don't have to pay it back and everyone can apply, she said in the video. Thank you. Soon after realizing she had been scammed, she found herself locked out of her Facebook account the scammers were using a video she recorded to try and scam everyone on her face lit on her friends list to make matters worse. Waters reported the incident to the social media platform. It's been four months and she still cannot access her account. Y'all be careful. When it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. This next story I found on the real medium and it says a woman plunged a hundred feet to her death from cliff after posing for a selfie. Um, this comes from it's on site and its contributor is Nayara and it says 33 year old Zoe Snokes from Belgium had sadly fallen a hundred feet to her death after attempting to take a selfie on the verge of a, of a cliff amid a trip with her husband per a report. Reports said Snokes fell off the precipice close to the village of the Nardrin Nadrin in the province of Luxembourg on Tuesday. The news flash report added she docked in the hour, hour the river. Her body was later recovered by discovered divers, fire, scuba divers, firefighters, and members of the group the Richer et Yusin French Environment and Intervention Group, per the New York Post. The 33 year old woman's husband. Jory Jensen said they went to the scenic site on Sunday in their camper van. He said since the pandemic, it was our little thing to drive across Europe in our van and take beautiful photos. 
He went on to tell Newsflash, we got up very early to take pictures of Hero. He continued to say Snokes took photos on the edge of the cliff as she told him to look out for the dogs. Jesse said, I turned to the dogs and told him to wait. When I turned back to Zoe, she was no longer there. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has just vanished. It must have happened in less than five seconds. Next story, it seems like we're getting a lot of scamming story these days, Danny. Um, it says, this is from The Shade Room, and its contributor is Christina C. It says, Pennsylvania Attorney General suing influencer Dana Chan Chanel for allegedly scamming small business owners. More than a year after a page dedicated to take Daniel Chanel, Dan, Dana Chanel down for alleged scamming surface, the influencer is now being sued by the Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro. The Christian entrepreneur, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. who is often alongside her husband and fellow influencer Prince Donnell, is accused of ripping off small business owners, particularly black businesses. You bitch! She is the founder of Curl Bible as well as the Christian mobile app Sprinkle of Jesus. Bitch, Dana Chanel built a following online by presenting herself as a black woman-owned small business success story. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro said in a press release she advertised the product of her company as a way for other black small businesses to achieve what she did. Then she ripped off the same community she claimed to care about. The suit accused Dana Chanel and her company's co-owners, who are mainly family members of misleading consumers and failed failing to... Of course, the remainder is on the site. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember the Gabby uh, Petito situation? Um, they're saying, according to Brian Laundrie's ex-girlfriend, she said she admits relationship with Gabby Petito's fiance is a hoax and she made it all up. So the girl claimed that she was Brian Laundrie's ex lied about it. Hashtag scamming season. Next story. You know what? I don't even care about that no more. I just want to quickly get to this uh, astral world. Um, This next story is from the Shade Room. This is what I want to talk about because, you know, they just don't want to give Vanessa Byron Bryant any more money. Let's just call that a spade a spade. And it says, it is from the shade room. The contributor is Jade Ashley. It says, judge rules that Vanessa Bryant does not have to undergo a psychiatric evaluation and lawsuit against L.A. County. Um, it says, last month, L.A. County filed a motion in a lawsuit against them. The request that Vanessa Bryant, as well as others that were involved in a lawsuit, undergo a psychiatric evaluation to determine if they suffer emotional distress from the helicopter crash that claimed the lives of their family members. Or if they suffered emotional distress from the leak of the alleged photo they were taken by employees at the crash site. At the crash site. According to CNN, Magistrate Judge Charles F. Eek denied the county request for a psychiatric evaluation for those involved in a lawsuit and said that it would be untimely. Skip Miller, counsel for the, ca- for the county, responded and said the fact that remains that no crash site photos taken by the first responders have been publicly disseminated. 
disseminated as Ms. Bryant confirms in her deposition, we totally sympathize with the enormous loss she was, has suffered. Y'all assholes. All right, I found this tea in the shade, and it said uh, justice for Treasure Hendricks, and it says, it's a picture of Treasure Hendricks with so-called officer Charlie Bell from Chicago. Allegedly, Treasure was found dead in Charlie's Charliesville RV trailer home that was parked in a lot on 15th and Western Avenue. Detective Montanero over the case keeps spinning the family of Treasure. So basically, this young lady took a picture with this police officer, I guess. It says, um, the picture is Chicago Police Officer Charlie Bell and Treasure Hendricks. Treasure was found dead August 18, 2021, in Officer Tra Charlie Bell's personal RV trailer parked in a lot of 15th and Western Avenue. It says, why is the CBD Detective Montanero, who is investigating the murder, threatening Treasure's family if they continue to seek information by sharing flyers on SM, trying to find out what happened to her because CBD isn't helping. Y'all be careful out there because they work for the law does not mean they're good for you. All right. So the next story is from Bottle Alert. It says two high school students arrested after allegedly killing Spanish teacher. This is why I didn't go into education. This contributor is Honey Grip and it says two teenagers have been charged with homicide after they allegedly killed a Spanish teacher at the Iowa High School. Authorities arrest Willard Noble, Chain Miller, and Jeremy Everett Goodall, both 16, and charge them with first-degree homicide and first-degree conspiracy to commit homicide to the death of Nahima Grabber. Grabber was reported missing on Wednesday, and her body was found in the Chautauqua Park later the same day in an area where she typically walked in the afternoon. Investigators report the discovery of Grabber's body under a tarp near a wheelbarrow and railroad ties and inflicted trauma to the head. Court documents stated that the law enforcement official received a tip that the social media communication from Goodall had included details about an alleged plan to kill Grabber. The team's name were released because they are being charged as adults. Well, yeah, you murdered someone. They look like psychos. Let me see if I can find... Some more articles um, outside of Astro World. Okay, well, yes. We'll be talking about this R. Kelly situation also later on. Uh, but basically, Joycelyn Savage parents are worried that uh, R. Kelly is still controlling their daughter from prison. Long story short. Um, next story. It's on the shade room. It's contributed to Daniel J. And it says Henry Bug III hit with two additional felony charges of DUI and reckless driving, bringing total charges to five. He is now facing up to 46 years in prison. As to the news surrounding former NFL player Henry Ruggs III continues to get worse following his involvement in a fatal car crash that claimed the lives of a young woman. It was just announced that Henry Ruggs III had been hit with two additional felony charges and facing almost 50 years in prison for the death of Tina Tenter, who was killed while he was driving under the influence earlier this week. NBC News reported after a previously been charged with two felony counts of reckless driving and DUI resulting in death, 
Former Las Vegas Raiders player Henry Ruggs III, 22, has also, has also just been charged with two additional felonies, a DUI and reckless driving, and one count of misdemeanor gun possession. Damn. He got charged for a gun while in the car accident. The combination of all five could counts could see Ruggs being in prison for 46 years if he's convicted in the death of 23-year-old Tina Tenter. On November the 2nd, Ruggs was promptly arrested after his Chevrolet Corvette slammed into the back of Tenter's Toyota Ray 4 around 3.30 a.m. in Las Vegas. Wait a minute. Those are two different sized cars. Upon impact, Tenter's vehicle erupted in flames and she and her dog tragically passed away. Okay, that makes sense. Following an investigation, it was determined that when Ruggs slammed into Tenter's vehicle, he was traveling at 127 miles per hour. Yup. Just seconds before, he was driving at an astounding speed of 156 miles per hour. His blood alcohol level was 0.161. This next story is from the Black Dollar store and it says daycare owner gets six dollars for height gets six years i'm sorry i don't know one thing about dollars daycare owner gets a six year gets six years for hiring 26 kids in her basement she only gets six years for hiring children <clears throat> this colorado daycare owner convicted of keeping 26 children hidden in the basement of her business two years ago had been sentenced to six years in prison at the parents said some of the children suffered trauma including sleeping problems and anxiety. A judge issued sentence to Carla Faith on Thursday following her conviction by a jury on August for more than two dozen misdemeanor child abuse charges and other crimes. Why can't she get six years for every kid that she kept? This one I thought was funny. I found it from... DJ Ox Worldwide to Instagram and it says George Zimmerman event canceled by Idaho hotel owners. Y'all over here praising this racist prick. <laughs> a weekend event featured a speech by George Zimmerman was canned by an Idaho hotel group after a company learned the man who killed Florida teenager Trayvon Martin was slated to be headlining attractions at their venue. The Idaho statement reported that the hoteler pulled the plug on the conference after learning about its incendiary details on social media. The report said the hotel site for its reasons, reasons the immense pain Zimmerman cost its guest team members and community when he gunned down the unarmed black team in February of 2012. See how quickly y'all forget about stuff like that? Y'all got to remember stuff like that. Y'all got to remember people like this. Understand, George Zimmerman is the guy that murdered Trayvon Martin. The remainder of this podcast will be about Astro World as we speak. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give y'all what to do, how to do it, <laughs> when to do it. This is going to be a pretty long podcast. 
because I took some notes while watching videos of YouTubers, Instagrammers, and TikTokers dealing with Astral World. I don't think anybody expected this weekend to come out and to turn out the way it was supposed to turn out. Um, I find it to suck. Um, yes, they're going to stricken the security, even though I don't think it was any fault of the people who were at Astro World. My heart goes out to the victim's family who passed away during this weekend's unfortunate event. Um, this is a tough pill to swallow, a very disturbing pill to swallow. And you have to be careful what you're dealing with when you're dealing with things when it comes to spiritual world. We are not only in a physical warfare. We are in a spiritual warfare. And I cannot explain that enough. Um, I want to tell y'all, I already told y'all how I found out about this whole situation. And in the back of my head, I it was the account of the young man. Um, that was the thing that stood out to me the most. And that is the only account that I will be taking because the original account of what people are saying that is not manicured and manufactured is always the true story. people they're going to find tonight who was in that crowd who nobody could see who nobody could hear who passed out and everybody was just trembling on top of them the whole fucking concert like i'm thinking it's probably gonna be like at least 100 people who dead tonight like i kid you not like in the vip section it was so many bodies laid out people was getting pulled out who was fainting and the people were trying to medics were trying to give them cpr and they was flipping them over and like they was literally turning them black and blue. Like I never seen no, I never seen death in my fucking life, bro. Just by me alone, it was probably like 10 fucking people laid out dead. Once the medics chopped, they would. That's part of what he said. I'm trying to find a full video. I can't find a full video, but I do know this is the most, this young man's account right here. It's the first account that I think hit the internet um i don't know if y'all can sit back and relax with this one this is not something you sit back and relax too but i do want y'all to hear the accounts of what happened to this i will talk about other people's theories on what happened at astro world i will talk about my theory of what i think happened to astro world and hopefully somewhere in between other people's theory, my theory, and the truth and what really happened will come together and make it all make sense. Um, I've been having a hard time sleeping since this. This has happened. I didn't go to sleep last night until four in the morning. The night before that, I didn't go to sleep. Until um, three. Um, this this 
broke me up so bad because I know exactly what it is. And I know we talk about it, but it's crazy how people claim to be Christians, but they don't believe in the spiritual, the spirituality of Christianity, but they believe in the other stuff, like getting, uh, making money and stuff like that. Um, but I, I have told y'all to specifically pay attention to the book of Revelations. I have, I have always said that if you don't read any other book in the Bible, always pay attention to the book of Revelations. And after this whole situation, I will definitely be studying the books of Numbers as well in the Bible. I want y'all to understand the spiritual aspect of Christianity over the religious aspect of Christianity. And it's not just in the Holy Bible, it's in the Quran and it's also in the Torah. So everything that has been talked about is something that has been 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 written for years and years to come. I'm going to tell y'all about a dream I had a year ago. And the, the and, and the more I unpack this and the more I read stories about what happened at Astral World, the more my heart gets heavy. Okay? So I had this dream. This was when the pandemic first started. I had this dream that we were watching to TV. I was watching TV in my room. And during the TV, in the sky, the sky was red. And in the sky, it looked like to me a guy in a robe. The sky was red now. The sky was red. Fiery red. That looked like a winged creature. I'm not going to say angel. Who was opening up a scroll. When he opened up the scroll, all of a sudden, things start running out at the cameras. But we couldn't see what it was. We just know that whoever the cameraman that caught what was going on on camera would discombobulate it and fell down. But we couldn't see what was coming out at the camera. We just saw this winged creature in the sky opening up scroll. And then all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. Ever since then, it has seemed like all hell has broken loose. Matter of fact, people who went to Astro World will tell you it felt like they went to hell. I want to talk about what the first young man said.
And then I want to talk about other people's cons- what other people's theories. And then I'm going to break it down to my theory. And this might take forever because this bothers my spirit. It bothered my spirit so bad last night that I closed the window. And I usually have my window open because I can't breathe that well. Which is weird that this has been the ongoing theme of everything that has happened. With COVID-19 obstructing your breathing. With George Floyd windpipe being crushed. To now people at a concert saying they can't breathe. Um, so I had my window open, but last night I closed it because this bothered me so bad. And I tried to peacefully let it go, but my spirit won't let me rest because And I know people's like, well, if it was grown folks, it wouldn't be a big deal. I don't care what folks it is. It's not good. I know I say I hate people. I don't hate people. I don't like when people do the main thing that people always do, which is die. I hate that. I really do. I find it to be disturbing when people die at festivals, at concert events. And then you add the 10-year-old and the 14-year-old to it. And that's when it gets even more disturbing. I'm going to read the articles that are talking about Astral World. And I want to talk about theories. I'm going to talk about what I think happened. And I want to talk about what other people happened. And I think everybody is on the right page to what we know happened. Because I will say everybody will agree that this was spiritual warfare. This is so disturbing. And it bothers me more because I am an avid concert goer. I do love concerts. I do love festivals. And it gave me the same uneasy feeling I had last year. So before we get into Astro World, I want to talk about the significance of the anniversary of this weekend was. And I'm going to tell my story and my side uh, as to what happened. Um, And I had my car last year, so I could have went anywhere. But the main reason I didn't like driving places was because I didn't want to pay for parking. That's true, T. Okay. So I don't know if you know this. But this weekend marks the one-year anniversary of the death 
of King Vaughn. Y'all like, what does King Vaughn have to do with Astro World? It's not about that. It's about the uneasiness, the spirit. Somebody felt in their spirit. I want to talk about what Asian Doll said. And it struck a nerve with me. Let me see if I can find it. I know I saved it. So Asian Doll was talking about what happened to King Von a year ago. And she was talking about what is going on in the entertainment industry. And this is what she said. This is a text message between her and Queen Kima. And it said... And this is what Asian Doll said. Asian Doll said, you can get sacrificed for different reasons. Say if they show you some or ask you to do something and you don't get, because and you don't, you become a target. Mind you, Vaughn was finna sign the $4 million deal. Nobody knew about, but MFs around him, just like they did young boy, he's gonna be dead too soon. He know it. Something happened to that little boy. First and foremost, it is unheard of to sign a $4 million deal. Now, I don't know if she's saying that King Von was her sacrifice. Or he was sacrificed for a $4 million deal. But she said the same thing is going to happen to NBA Youngboy. Which I already see nothing good is going to happen with NBA Youngboy. Now, I want to talk about this whole sacrifice thing. I don't think we can quite grasp what it is and, and stuff like that. But we have talked about sacrifice here. We talked about how uh, there was a Mexican drug dealers that were sacrificing people who found out about them so they can keep being drug dealers and successfully do it and make sure they were invisible to the world. And they got found out because they killed the wrong boy. But I don't know the reason why King Von was murdered or killed. I just know it happened. Now, according to Queen Kima, Queen Kima is saying that 
Asian doll is evil. But why would she tell you that information if she was evil? And who gained from King Von's death? If he was sacrificed, let's just say this. Like once again, it could just be people fighting people because they're jealous or something like that. But it could be something like that. But understand, this is the one year anniversary of King Von's death. And I don't think this is a coincidence. Because it's all going to line up. I'm going to talk about what happened with the whole King Von situation with me. Um, last year, I kept getting these feelings. Um, so last year, I was supposed to go to the King Von album release party. I wasn't going because of King Von because I didn't know who he was. No disrespect to his family. No disrespect to his friends. I didn't know his music. I didn't know him. But I found out who he was. And the only reason why this raised an alarm for me was because I was supposed to go. Now, the reason I was going to go is because uh, somebody I used to like. I'm not going to say no names, but they were going to be at the party and I wanted to be there because they were at the party but my conscience kept telling me not to go. I was like, why? Why can't I go to this event? And it's like, trust me when I say, don't go. Later on that weekend, I found out that King Von passed away. He had been gunned down. And the main people with things people were talking about when they were talking about King Von is sacrifice. Asian Doll brought up that he was sacrificed. He was going to get a $4 million deal. But once again, who gained from his death? We fast forward to this year. We're on the precipice of a lunar eclipse. The most powerful manifestation day, 11-11, is three days away. And November the 5th represented the gate of eclipse. And we're talking about a Scorpio season. And Scorpio season represents life and death and resurrection. We celebrate Halloween 
The first day of this month, we celebrated Dias de los Muertos and All Saints Day. All of them are celebrating the deceased, the dearly departed. So what is the significance of Astro World? And what was he trying to do? So I'm going to, first, we're going to talk about what the news reported, which was TMZ and other people. And then we're gonna talk about what the first young man said, I'm going to take his account. And there, there's two other people who account I will take as well. Um, but I don't take that manicure big, big, big TV stuff. Because they had time to clean up their story. But what the initial young man said, that's the only story I have taken into consideration. And other stories that I have taken into consideration. Um, so I've been very picky about the source. But we're going to talk about what happened at Astro World. We're going to talk about what went down. And we want to talk about what people are saying happened. Is it a demonic ritual? Chaos magic? The chaos magic is my theory. Um, or was this just people being devil's advocate period and just going around pricking people with a needle and the one thing that someone brought up that someone shun davy way a youtuber named shun davy way brought up because i love watching him he brought up something that i didn't think about neither there are several different moving parts to this thing Besides the demonic ass portal that was on stage, the pricking of people in the neck, there was also the water quality. There was a water station with water bottles. They were selling water bottles for $7. And then there was water. Did anybody contaminate the water? So we're going to talk about Astro World. I probably should dedicate this whole thing for a whole freaking week because we're going to be talking about this until the next thing happens. Because this is the most disturbing. It's, it's, well, it's a lot of disturbing things that has happened. But this is one of the most disturbing things that I could think of that has happened within the last month. So we're going to talk about what the news is saying happened. We're going to break down what the news said happened. We're going to talk about what the young man said as well. So, this article is from TMZ. Let me stop for a minute. Because I just realized something. Um, I 
There's symbolism everywhere. I have been trying to get into numerology because numerology seems to be a thing the family gears itself to. Um, I'm going to say this. Back in April when DMX passed away, I remember this was this spiritual healer and she said y'all need to watch the verses with the Isley brothers and earth wind and fire and she said they're going to have she said watch the she said watch how many people watch the Isley brothers and earth wind and fire and she said if the number ever hits 444k DMX passed. Then the announcement of Biz Markey happened. Go look at the article. I kid you not. TMZ announced his passing at 4.44 a.m. I kept having these feelings and having these vibes on what happened and what went down. And I said, if this number vibrates 444, I know exactly what this is. So I looked at this article. I have not looked at the article. I just scanned it, but I did not look at the number on the article. The TMZ article I found for Biz Markey was 444. This article when it says Travis Scott Astro World Security pricked in the neck with needle says Houston PD. This article was uploaded November 6, 2021 at 4:44 p.m. So my spirit was aligned to me about where this was going and how this was going to go. This tells me everything I need to know. Everything I need to know. So, the spiritual healer and what she said, the energy was vibrating 444. That's exactly what it just vibrated as we speak. 444 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The article was uploaded onto TMZ. My gut feeling never lies. Everything I thought, everything I said was right. I was like, this is vibrating 444. If I look at a TMZ article and it says 444, I will know exactly what this is. Let me continue to read the article on what happened. And I got a 222 while I was talking on here. It says, 
Houston PD Chief Troy Finner just confirmed what we've been told, namely that at least one person had been injected with something via needle and that there well may have been more. Chief Finner said a security guard working the event felt a prick in his neck by an unknown assailant while he was trying to restrain a citizen, and he quickly fell unconscious. Finner said that the guard was revived by using by the use of Narcan. And the medical personnel did indeed see something on his neck that indicated he'd been stabbed with a syringe. Finner also said some people had been trampled, so it appeared there was a mix of reasons why people were injured passing out and perhaps why some died the total number of people would pass out away remains at eight that's another number that's being vibrated and autopsies are underway to determine the cause of death for each the mayor the mayor sylvester turner said something like this has never happened in houston and they would never know never they would not will leave no stones left unturned to get to the bottom of how and why this occurred Live Nation and Travis Scott Kemp are cooperating with authorities and the investigation continues. It's crazy because I was listening to what somebody was saying and they kind of low-key said crazy stuff happened in Texas all the time. And I said... Nothing like this has ever happened in Texas. Matter of fact, let's be honest. This is not the only festival that happens in Texas. The other festival that happens in Texas is South by Southwest. So when people say weird stuff happen in Texas all the time, not like this. This right here is strange. I know there was a cult that happened in Texas or Waco or something like that, but this is not common. The mayor said himself, this has never happened in Texas before. So stop thinking that Texas is a common ground for things to happen in because a lot of times crazy stuff happened in two places and we all know those two places, New York and California. But you don't hear about things happening in Texas. So I'm gonna continue reading the article. that is dealing with this situation. Let's see, let me see. Uh... It says, um, Live Nation and Travis Scott Kemp are co cooperating with authorities and investigation continues. Houston PD called on the public's help for those with legit, legit information. One last thing, Houston authorities insist the concert 
was shut down in a timely manner, saying the first report of people going down started around 9.30 p.m. and they closed up shop at around 10.10 p.m. 10.10 is another number. Which they felt was efficient considering the circumstances. <laughs> mm. It was efficient considering the circumstances to close the concert at around 9 at 10 10, right? People were dying when Scissor were on stage. I kid you not. It was a young lady that told the story and she said that SZA was on stage and this guy freaked out because his girlfriend had passed away and died. Houston authorities are about, about to further address the tragedy at the Astro World Friday in a press conference and TMZ is streaming live. What many will be looking for here is whether there are any evidence to suggest that eight people would have died thus far might have been triggered into cardiac arrest via outside influences or a third party, namely a would-be culprit who was allegedly going around and injecting folks with syringe. Of course, we're also expecting an update on the body count and whether it had risen since Friday night. It says more disturbing videos are surfacing, which clearly show people was attempting to flag down festival personnel in the capacity to get them to stop the show, including one of the professional camera guys who was filming the action from afar. Check out the footage. You see a girl climbing a ladder up to the platform where a photog is recording Travis Seck, presumably from somewhere far out in the crowd, and she shouts, there is someone dying over and over again, and when she can't get the cameraman's attention, she climbs up and forced the issue. The guy starts to panic, telling her to go to go back down, but she holds firm, insisting he gets the word out that something was going down below. A young man joined her to shout the same warning. Meanwhile, you can hear what sounds like Travis continuing to perform. Again, this just supports the notion that people were indeed trying to raise awareness of the scary situation to who they thought were the right people, but it's unclear if the message was received by those who could actually do something or the drop of a dime like halt everything it says travis team tells tmz travis stopped the show he did see someone being carried out yeah he was still doing the show when that person was carried out he thought the person had passed out as he happened in concerts from dehydrations and something similar this is 12.02 p.m it says a new video appeared to show travis reacting to the situation and calling for help this is from another vantage point, but it seemed to line up with the guy getting carried out. You hear Travis ask for security to jump in and help the man out, but he continued on singing. 11.50 a.m., more questions about the Astro World tragedy in regard to what Travis and festival goers knew about what was going on down below and when, which is even so under a microscope. Now, after a video shows Travis looking down the crowd where an unconscious guy is being lifted up, carried and seamlessly in T.S. direct a line of vision. This is pretty long.
we have all day because we need to know exactly what happened at this festival. So we can do this. Let me continue. It says, um, yeah, it says, just check out the clip. You see Travis up on a raptor or elevated platform of some sort singing to the crowd while a lifeless limb body is being carried off by security personnel. The clip made it seem like this was right underneath Travis' nose and presumably something he could see. The caption reads, dead body, but we don't know if this person was dead. Of course, we also have no idea if Travis ever saw this or not, although many online are claiming people in the crowd, including some who were near the front of the stage, were shouting at him at, to, the sh at, to the show to stop the show as there were people were falling unconscious in the audience. We reach out to Travis Kemp to ask specifically about the video and whether he saw or heard of any go any of this going on while he continues to perform. No word back. Speaking of ambulances, here's a disturbing video. Asher World fan dancing on top of an ambulance was working its way through the dense crowd. It's not entirely clear if there was transporting somebody or not. You figured they've been sirens going if it was a true emergency, but either way, there are some numb skulls we're not going to talk crap about the fans because we really don't know why they were on top of the ambulance. Um, it says here, Kylie's vantage point, which I thought was very disturbing, that she was taking a picture of the festival and there's an ambulance clearing her damn picture. You see an ambulance and you took the picture and disregarded what was going on. Look, you guys, this is all happening for my baby daddy. I'll talk about what this first account talked about. Is that okay with y'all? I want to talk about that. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it would be wise, Kylie Jenner, to not say any fucking thing at all. I know people want to hear her say something or speak. To me, she's not helping the situation. She's not fixing the situation. She's not concerned at all. She doesn't care at all. So with that being said, um, I mean, like I said, you know, people people were talking about what happened and what went down, and this was going on around her. She clearly had an ambulance in her picture. So I want to say this. 
Uh, this is not me defending Travis Scott at all because I'm not. I just want to talk about what the first accounts were saying about what happened during the festival. The young man who was talking, he was near the stage during Master P's performance, okay? So when I'm going to do this, I got to definitely look at the set time for this whole situation. Because if I'm not mistaken, Travis Scott was on stage at a certain time. And SZA was out there before him. But this guy said that Master P, which is weird. Whoa. Was on set with up while he was um, in the audience. He said that he started to feel like he couldn't breathe when he was near the stage. So he said he started screaming help for people to, this was the guy I just played his video and it didn't sh tell you the beginning of the video. They didn't play the beginning of the video. And right now I'm trying to find the beginning of this. Let me see, where did I find it initially? I found it, I think on YouTube. Initially I found this on YouTube. Um, This is why I epically failed at not saving something when I first saw it because people have re-shown what this young man has said on several different occasions. Um, but I know the first part he said that he was up there when Master P was on stage.
and he said that he started to feel like he couldn't breathe. He got people to pull him out from the front. And they put him, he was on top where he saw everything that was happening. So this first young man, the guy that's in the car, that's in the dark, that's talking about this, he said that he started to feel sick, started to feel like he was going to die when Master P was on stage. There was another account of a young lady, the, the lady with the blonde, the, the girl with the blonde pigtails when she was talking. And she said that she was near this guy and this girl and the guy girlfriend passed out and died. While SZA was on stage. So people were dying before Travis Scott got on stage. So you're telling me there was nobody that told Travis backstage, hey, there's people dying out there. Nobody said anything to him about people dying or this is just something that's normal at his concert. Like, the, is this like the same situation with uh, the Hard Rock Hotel in the Dominican Republic where it's like, oh, well, this is common. You know, I expect one person to die every show. And like I said, I understand that people say that people pass out and when you at festivals, sometimes, you know, you forget to be hydrated and things like that but keep in mind we have had if i'm not mistaken three four five festivals this year there was the two rolling louds the one in miami the one in new york the one in new york was on halloween weekend matter of fact um there was a rolling out in miami which was at the last week of july atlanta had its midtown festival in september and there's no accounts of anything like this happening. And this is not the first astral world. This is the last one. This is the last one. Because when this happens,
it always end up with it not happening. How many of y'all remember the Woodstock festivals? And I don't know if anybody died. Matter of fact, we probably gonna definitely get into the Woodstock festival. And something bad and tragic happened. Oh no, if somebody die at your festival, your festival is not going to come back ever again. That's not supposed to happen. And like I said, there was other festivals at this year. And nothing like this happened. So it's kind of the part that sticks out to me is the person festival it happened at. But it's almost like... Now, when you look at his performance and you look at the stage, it feels like he knew some of this was going to happen. Another thing I heard people say was there was some friction amongst the crowd. So while some people were dying that were sitting in the front and they were trying to get out there were people who were pushing forward to get closer to the stage especially when travis scott was there so you had an ongoing battle between people who were pushing to the front to see travis scott and people who were pulling out people who were dying the news reported that eight people died. But according to the first young man's account, he said hundreds of people had fallen out and died. They had turned black and blue. He saw dead bodies under him. If this young man is saying he saw hundreds of dead bodies under him that were black and blue, why is there only a report of eight people who have died? And there's the mysterious syringe guy. And the mysterious stampede, which from my understanding, I even looked at someone's video on YouTube where they had uploaded them at, 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 at Astro World, and it did not look like a stampede. There was a mosh pit at one point. Things got a little bit violent, but you never saw really a stampede. And as a matter of fact, the young lady that got on the stage to tell the camera operator people were dying, it didn't look like there was a herd of people running. So the report of a stampede, the report of a riot, the report of, of, of drugs and alcohol and people being screwed up at a festival. 
didn't seem like there was that was the case matter of fact the more you hear stories coming from first person accounts of what happened it sound more like it definitely was a chemical imbalance Whether it was from the mysterious person pricking people in the neck with a syringe or from the water or from the portal that Travis had on stage. Something ain't right. Something is not right. So I want to talk about what some people were saying. Of course, the first thing people go to is this is an Illuminati ritual and this is a satanic ritual, which at this point is not too far-fetched. Um, I said in the beginning, I've always felt like Travis Scott had a somewhat demonic entity to him. I always felt like there was something dark over there with him. Um, I respect him as a businessman. I was impressed by his McDonald's meal, but I always found myself trying to figure out what it is with Travis Scott that is wrong. What is the problem? What is the issue? What it is. And a matter of fact, to me, he almost seemed like he's a shell of his former self. It doesn't seem like Travis Scott is Travis Scott. He has, to me, done some questionable, symbolic things. But the symbolism that was going on during this festival was beyond me. When I first saw this whole thing. I had watched several different YouTubers. I will tell you right now, the YouTubers I watch. I watch Armand Wiggins. I watch Trending Now UK, which had the video of the young man talking. I watch Kempire, Gossip Girl, and there's a young, there's a man named Pat Garner who had firsthand account of what happened at Astro World, you saw him with his girlfriend and her sister, and that was some firsthand account there. I looked at Sherelle's world. She did an interview with a young lady um, when she talked about it, but I missed the whole interview, but she did say the tickets were $700 to get at a first come, first serve basis. Um, I looked at a video from Kempire again, I watched Storm and Row. I watched the Pascal show. Oh, yeah. I've been gathering other accounts of what people are saying and what happened. And the one thing that stayed the same, I also watched Sean Davyway. And I watched this young man named Cameron. And I want to talk to you about what Cameron said later. Um, but I also watched Sean Davyway. And um, 
Yeah, I watched several different people and they all had come to the same conclusion. And the conclusion was that this was a demonic satanic ritual. Now, before I jump to conclusions about that this was a ritual, I had to see why they assumed it was a satanic ritual. But I want to tell you what I thought this was, what I felt like this was, and what my theory this was at first. It's crazy how he has had this festival for the past three, four years. And like I said, it's taking people years to get to where Travis Scott is at. He owns himself. Or do he owns himself? Is he just an illusion to what an artist really wants to be? There was a video that YouTuber Sean Davyway put in his video about the festival. It was a video about, which I thought was ironic. It was about Deadpool, who is a part-time Avenger, by the way, being approached by his friend Cable, talking about a Travis Scott festival going wrong. And in the video, which I will post on my Instagram page, basically, Travis Scott has a robot. They either recreated a robot that looked like him, that wasn't him, and the robot... was used to kill people at the concert. And it was up in flames, which is ironic because that's exactly what it looks like when Travis is on stage with all those flames. It was the Avengers' job to make sure that this didn't happen at a Travis Scott concert. Where were those Avengers now? You see how this all wraps up? How them referencing Agatha Harkness, Chaos Magic, and how in a video game they used Travis Scott's concert to cause chaos. This video happened a year ago on April 2020. So this video 
Was it a prediction? Or was it pre-planned? That's the question I have. Let's move it right along. Because it just feels like this whole thing is just so messed up. It's messed up. One of the things that were brought up by the young lady, uh, the blonde, the blonde young lady with the pigtails, was that people were talking about this. Y'all know they keep saying eight. Eight people died, but the young man in the first initial video said it was hundreds of people that passed away. The young lady brought up in the in the um video that there were eight people who had died. And there were eight flames on stage when Travis Scott got on stage. <clears throat> the question was the initial first eight people who had passed away, did they die before Travis Scott got on stage and the flames represent those eight souls? Or did they die as soon as Travis Scott got on stage? It's not a little pre-planned, don't you think? Because you have to organize the pyros and the, and the flames. You have to organize that. Another thing that brought to my attention was somebody talking about the fact that his stage looked like it was a portal to hell. Dante's Inferno, like you guys would see. On the stage, somebody posted a video and they were showing how they were constructing what looked like a portal on stage. And somebody said it was used to open up a gate. I want to talk about this gate that could possibly be had been opened up. It's gonna take me a minute. <laughs> Right. I found this on Magical Recipe Online and it says tonight, Friday, November 5th, 2021, the gate of the eclipses. It says these are very powerful times. You probably already felt it yesterday. There are no ordinary time from tonight and things are going to get more interesting and powerful. Magical power of intense transformation and have just arrived. What do you want to change?
Now let's deconstruct the stage. We're going to talk about the stage and then we're going to talk about the phoenix that was flying out representing Travis' show starting. And then we're going to also talk about the slogan, see you on the other side, that was inside of that portal. Now, when I first saw this portal, I talked about this already. I thought it looked similar to something I have seen at Bible study. You guys are wondering what that is. Before it turned into flames, to me, it looked like the tomb Jesus Christ came out of. Let's talk about the symbolism of that. A symbolism of Jesus Christ himself represents life, death, and resurrection. Okay? You turn the flames on, and then the stage is constructed like an upside-down cross, which rep represents antichrist rituals right then it starts to like the portal to hell now the fact that it looked like the tomb of jesus christ in the beginning tells you everything you need to know But it goes to show you how easily a good thing can turn really bad. There's two representations of life, death, and resurrection. There's the empty tomb of Jesus Christ. And there's the phoenix flying at the beginning of his show. Anybody know that phoenix represent an ancient Egyptian symbolism. It represents life, death, and resurrection. So you have two things that are being represented here. You have the vibration of the number eight. I told y'all about the vibration of the number 444. And there's a resurrection, the life and the death resurrection symbolism, which is Jesus Christ and a phoenix and the upside down cross. Right? Right. Then let's talk a little bit about the see you on the other side that was inside the portal before he came out. What is the other side? Is it hell? Is it a journey to the center of the universe? Or is it death? 
According to another young lady, she had an account where she was talking about what had happened during the show. The same young lady with the pigtails that's a blonde. She said that before SZA came out, Master P was on stage. And the thing he said was, don't die tonight. What would prompt Master P to tell a group of people to not die tonight? And then we have the whole symbolism, of course, of Scorpio season representing life, death, and resurrection. When you sit back and you look at it, the symbolism, just the symbolism of the phoenix alone. The theme was life, death, and resurrection. But why were we vibrating this so heavily? People talk about this was a demonic ritual. They also talk about that this was a sacrifice for Travis Scott. My thing is, for what? You already gained the whole world. Now you want to lose your damn soul? What was the purpose for him to gain these things? You have your own festival. You're signed to your own label with your own publishing rights. And you had your own McDonald's meal. How could somebody that has so much and then some still want more? Why would you need to sacrifice the life of eight individuals and counting to get what you want? This is why my theory was chaos magic, because think about it. In one division, she sacrificed people's lives to get what she wanted. They weren't dead. They didn't die, but they weren't themselves. They were something else. Let's talk about some more things that happened at the festival. Overcrowding. One 
heard was overcrowding. The venue could only hold 50K people. But someone oversold the show and there was allegedly 500K people that were there. There's footage of people running through the venue, tearing up gates, just to get inside the festival. Did people break into the festival just to go to the festival? Or did they oversold the show? If they oversold the show, then this was definitely the plan for the chaotic afternoon. Let's talk about something else that I saw. The water bottles. They were selling water bottles for eight, for not $8, for $7. Then they had a water filtration system for people to hydrate themselves. But the water line was around the corner and over the river and through the woods. How many people drunk some of that water and what was in the water and what was in the water bottles. You want to think of something else that happened? Let's talk about the mysterious syringe guy walking around here pricking people with a needle. Specifically, a security guard was pricked with a needle and said he passed out. What was in that syringe? And who was a mysterious individual that was walking around the festival pricking people with the needle? Once again, this sounds a little bit chaotic to me. There's allegations of oversold ticket price, oversold tickets. There's allegations of water. And people buying water. There's a mysterious syringe prick guy. And then there's one person who's greedy and want more and will sacrifice your happiness for his. And then this all happens before the powerful manifestation portal of 1111 and the lunar eclipse of November the 19th. All these things were happening. And then let's not talk about your baby mom. Tooking. Tooking. Took a picture. Covered in blood. 
Is this just a coincidence? Or was this pre-planned? Was it a satanic ritual? Or would this was just a fallout of chaos magic? What really happened? on November 5th and why it happened will forever be a mystery in history but it's not the first time this has happened but I hope it is the last time something like this happens because this tragic situation resulted in Eight plus people passing away, including a 14-year-old little boy. Now, I know a lot of people were like, why this 14-year-old was there? From my understanding, people were saying that Travis Scott was kid-friendly. Is Travis Scott kid-friendly? You would think, since he has a kid... He would be a little bit more kid-friendly. This whole situation definitely, for me, screamed chaos magic. And it was used just because of the greed of someone else. But whatever he opened up inside that portal that he had on stage... might have affected us in more ways than we know. This situation is very tragic. My heart goes out to the family of people who were there. And who have lost someone. Or who, And my heart goes out to people who were injured. But I want to leave this podcast off with this. It was what the young man, this young man, Cameron, said that stuck out to me. And this young man, Cameron, said what God told him. And he said that God told him that the reason these people couldn't breathe was because there was demons sitting on their chest. It wasn't they were pushing each other up against the stage or the barricades. It's your little neighborhood friendly demon pushing the life out of those individuals. Will we ever get to what really happened that day? Or will this just be part of history's mystery? With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys um, are safe and are at peace and um, are going through a grieving process healthily. If you lost someone this weekend, I am saddened for you. I feel bad that something like this happened. But I feel like Travis Scott, you know, I just realized something. 
Is Travis Scott really Kylie Jenner vision to her Wanda Maximoff? And is he really who he really is? That was one point I didn't talk about, and that was one thing I didn't say anything about. But I just felt like in the video game, they said it was a fake Travis Scott. And Travis Scott ain't been right since, well, you know. So is this really Travis Scott vision? Or is this Kylie Jenner's vision? And is she really pregnant? They give you something to talk about. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. These walls are thin and we will always find out what happened in the end, regardless of what you try to cover up and say in the media. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Tomorrow, I will be talking about 13 days. And I'm going to be talking about Sleepy Joe. Because I'm noticing a pattern in this as well. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outy. Y'all stay prayed up. Y'all stay blessed. Find some anointed oil. Stage your house. These demons are out this season.